Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. He was grieved in his heart because he knew that that group of folks were guilty of taking something he meant for a blessing and making it a curse. Something he meant for a blessing and making it a curse. I've seen people put, I've seen preachers put people in bondage. over things that you couldn't prove from the Bible. And I'm not for it, and God's not for it. And there are some clear-cut prohibitions in the Scripture that we need to obey. But God's Word is our authority. And may we never be guilty of imposing man's religion on men and robbing them of the freedom and the glory that we have as the children of God and as followers of the Word of God. Because I'll tell you something, if you want Jesus to look on you with anger, like your mama, and tell you you're doing something wrong, then you take what He has intended to be a blessing and make it a burden on yourself, on your family, and on the people you have influence with. And Jesus looks on that with anger. Number two, number two, It angers and grieves Jesus when man's religious agenda becomes more important than the mission of the gospel. It angers and grieves Jesus when man's religious agenda becomes more important than the mission of the gospel. You know, all of us have agendas. It's okay. If some folks, if if anyone ever accused me of having an agenda, I'm like, you're right, I do have an agenda. There are things I want to get done. There are things I want to accomplish. But as much as is possible, we need to strive for our agenda to be in line with God's agenda. What does God want? What's God's purpose? And Jesus Christ, He wasn't standing this day holding a withered man's hand before these Pharisees without any purpose. Every moment of His day, And every day of his life had a purpose. And he was going to the cross to pay the price for the sins of the world. What was Jesus' life? Why was Jesus' life lived? To heal a withered man's hand? No, it had a far greater purpose than that. To be the sinless son of God, the sacrifice for the sins of the world. So that I, 2,000 years later, could bow myself before Him and ask Him to forgive my sins and be my Savior and know that heaven is my home. That was the purpose of Jesus. And on this day, He held this man's hand. And in just a moment, He would heal him. And the purpose of the healing was that that man would put his faith and trust in Jesus. And the purpose of the healing was that those Pharisees might see that He was the Savior of the world with power, the Son of God, and His purpose was that they might put their faith and trust in Christ. 
And it was written in God's Word so we could see the power of God. And generations of people who read this passage of Scripture might put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. But it angered the Lord that day that their religious agenda, the Pharisees' religious agenda, was so strong that they were even blinded to the fact that this man needed to be healed. Look what the Scripture says. A man, verse number 1, there which had a withered hand. He had a withered hand. This man needed the Lord. And I'll just tell you, as a church, we shouldn't get sidetracked with peripheral things. The old preacher always says, like the color of the carpet. But I'd say amen to him. We shouldn't get sidetracked by peripheral things. We want things nice and done right and decently in order. We want to please the Lord with the functions of the church. But may our religion and our agenda never supersede the importance of the mission of the gospel that people might put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. When we get sidetracked with this and that and everything in this world to the neglect of the souls of men and women and boys and girls, God looks on that with anger and his heart is grieved. And finally, it angers and grieves Jesus. Number three, when his people make alliance with the world against him and in an effort to destroy him. What do you mean, preacher? It angers and grieves Jesus when his people make alliance with the world against him in an effort to destroy him. Look at what the Bible says in our last verse today, verse number 6 of chapter number 3. And the Pharisees went forth and straightway took counsel with the Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. In my Bible, I've marked two Two times, two different words. Verse number 6, it says, against him. Folks, I want you to know something. If you ever take any action against Jesus, against him, you're certainly moving in the, right, in the wrong direction. You say, I'd never do that. Huh. I wish I could say that. But I'll just tell you, sometimes my rotten flesh gets in the way. And I'll make decisions and take action against him and toward the world. It's reflected. The things I say. The emphasis of my life. And you too. May we never be against him. If you ever have this thought, I know what the Bible says, but you're in trouble. Because you have just made a plot and gained alliance with the flesh in opposition to God and His Word. I know I should, but I pray the Holy Spirit will ring these words loud and clear in your heart against Him. The other two words is this, how they might destroy him. What they want to do? That group of Pharisees, what they want to do? They wanted to destroy him. Why? 
I'll tell you what. Was it because they didn't want to be religious anymore? Wrong. Was it because they wanted what was best for everybody around them? Wrong. They wanted to destroy him because they wanted just to continue to wallow in their religion and their rudiments and what they'd always done, and they didn't care how it affected the man with the withered hand, they didn't care how it affected the whole world. We're going to do what we've always done no matter what. And they bucked up against God and the plan of God and the purpose of God to see the whole world come to faith in Jesus. And they made an evil alliance with the Herodians against him to destroy him. I want you to know something. That angers God. That angers God. Who are the Herodians? I'll tell you. The Herodians were a group of Jewish people. Now these were, these were the most liberal people ever. For years and years, the Pharisees and the scribes were at great odds with the Herodians. The Herodians were Jewish people who were had sentiment with Herod. Herod was Roman. Israel was under Roman control. And the Herodians said, you know what? We'll forget all this Moses and David and Abraham and Isaac and all that stuff, all this Torah stuff. We'll just lay this aside, and we don't care what the, what the priests and the scribes and the Pharisees have to say. We, 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 can, we got sentiment with Rome, you know? We, Rome, they're cool. Rome's cool. Rome, they're, man, they're, they're on, they're ahead of the times. And, you know, it's so foolish to believe that Moses might have parted the Red Sea. <laughs> How silly. And those plagues in Egypt, there's got to be a logical explanation for all those. Well, for years, the Herodians had that spirit. The Pharisees, they were still believers in the, uh, in the Old Testament law and in the books of the of the, the five books of the Pentateuch. They were still they were believers in that. And these folks had been at odds forever until Jesus comes on the scene and he wants the Herodians to get saved and he wants the Pharisees to get saved. He wants everybody to come to faith in him. And all of a sudden, religion and worldliness says, you know what, we need to get together and we'll destroy Jesus. That's a great idea. And I want you to know, it's an issue that is even modern today. It's a modern issue. It's something that's going on. And groups of religious people who say, yeah, we go to church. And groups of worldly people who don't even believe there is a God, they say, you know, we ought to join our efforts because these folks that preach that Jesus Christ is the way of salvation, the only way, and that the Bible's the Word of God, well, these folks that believe God's Word, we got to, we need to destroy that. We need to destroy that. We need to stand against that. Folks, I want you to know something. May we never be guilty. Of becoming alliance or developing an alliance with the world against Jesus. Oh, may we stay true to the words of Christ when He said, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish of everlasting life. May we stand with Jesus. And the fact that faith in him gives everlasting life. May we stand with Jesus when he says, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. Folks, may we work and live and strive never to displease our Savior. Oh, I can't I couldn't stand it. When I was a kid, I couldn't stand it when mom gave me the look. For one, I didn't want to displease her. I can't stand when Ruth gives me the look. I don't want to displease her. I don't like that. But I know every time I get it and got it, it had a purpose. And I'm encouraged. You know what happens when Cody steps out of line? I may displease my Savior, but he looks on me in love. And like a loving father, he chastens me to bring me back into tune with him. And I thank him for that love. As a child of God, may we be encouraged by the love of Christ. As a child of God, may we be challenged to keep our hearts and lives in tune with Him. And as children of the King, as the Lord's, may we do His work His way. May we have a burden and a heart that says we must get the gospel to a lost and dying world. May we have a burden See people's lives changed through faith in Jesus Christ, our most noble ministry. It's the ministry of the gospel, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that God will help us. When He looks on us, He doesn't look on us with anger. The Bible tells us this, He looked on them with anger. Let's pray. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.